Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hi, hello, this is Michael Sudhalter, host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast, and we have a special podcast for you. It is the January edition of the Post Board podcast, so I'm here with uh, Board President Robert Riggs and Board Vice President Gail Sims. So how are you all this afternoon? Doing good. Doing well. Good, good. Okay, so the first thing we want to talk about is January is Board Appreciation Month, and I know that scholars and teachers have been doing things throughout the month to uh, recognize and, and thank you and your fellow trustees. Yes. It is a, it's a fun season, Michael, and, and um, we have the great benefit of being around students and um, good scholars, administrators, and get to see uh, students all the time. So January, when it comes to board appreciation, we're always a little uncomfortable in the attention being focused on us. We're behind the scenes people, and uh, we want to push the schools and the administrators, the students especially, are doing the hard work. And, uh, but it's awfully nice when we receive hand-done cards from kindergartners or artwork from high school students or uh, just, you know, a, a note of thanks or appreciation. It's just um, really kind. Uh, it does let you know how important that is and realize that it's uh, great people we work with and uh, it's a neat opportunity to serve our community. And we want to especially thank everyone uh, for what they have done and for their how they've shown their appreciation and especially to the elementary honor choir that performed last night just they had some moves and they were just it, it was just beautiful I, I really enjoyed it I mean the kids were just real animated oh yeah and really into uh, the music and singing and we we appreciate that okay great great um, so then the uh, Office of Innovation, there was a report. Um, I know Taisha Lowe was able to give you all a report, and then we also wanted to mention some of the progress on Lone Star Governance Goals 1 and 4. Miss mm-hmm. um, Lowe Smith, I guess it, uh, it is, uh, gave an update on... Uh, uh, most of all, you know, the CCMR, how our students are doing on that. Uh, she talked about uh, our gifted and talented program, advanced placement, uh, junior ROTC, um, uh, our AVID, that now goes all the way down to uh, our elementary schools uh, and how they are doing. One thing she did talk about was a uh, the CTE programs that phase one last year, uh, they had 131 in that, and now they have 525, and it, it, it is really growing. Uh, last year was biomedical, and now I think it, we have four or five uh, different programs in the CTE uh, courses that uh, uh, scholars can take, sorry. But yeah. we we're doing a lot uh, along with Montessori. She had that. And it's now, you know, we are at this point at where 
parents can choose their seats, uh, where they want to be, uh, whether it's arts, finance, uh, arts, fine arts is what I meant to say, fine arts, um, whether it's uh, uh, engineering, whatever it is, they, they want the, the pathway, they want their children to follow. Now is the time to really choose your seat. Yes, CCMR, the, the College and Career Military Readiness Program, is not just for juniors and seniors in high school anymore. Uh, this is now a, a system that goes all the way down, literally starting at the upper end of the elementary school through the middle school and to high schools. And it gives students an opportunity to find their passions. Uh, I love that word. That was the word that was used by our superintendent. Um, and we've done quite a bit in the district to focus on allowing uh, students to be able to explore and learn what it is. Exploring in, in a um, in college, it is a very expensive time to take prep courses and figure things out. This is their opportunity to, to experiment and see, are they great at welding? Are they great at full uh, credit courses? Are they great at co-curricular items? Any one thing through there. So um, we're seeing that expansion now and students from 130 as uh, Trustee Sims identified now up to 500 plus uh, that number will continue to rise, and soon uh, students, as they graduate, will graduate not only with dual credit, but they will also have a trade certification. They will also have uh, AP classes, just really a variety. So when they come across that stage, um, really any avenue they choose, military or workforce or continuing their studies, those doors will be open to them. Um, one of the things also I wanted to do was kind of update uh, on that uh, Gear Up program that started. Uh, those kids that started in 7th, 6th, 7th grade are now our juniors. And we have been mentoring and working with them all, these, all this time to ensure they, you know, they know what they want to do, whether it's uh, the military, whether it's a career uh, or whether it's you know, going to college and furthering their education. We've been working with them, their parents, just to make sure that, like I said, our first cohorts are now juniors uh, in high school, and we will continue to follow them even one year after they get out of uh, high school. And one last thing on that is, is Trustee Sims, the Gear Up grant, that was grant funded so that is not yes. any of, of taxpayer money no. in the Cedar Hill area. That's all coming outside. That's so mm -hmm. um, great job to the academic team years ago that pursued and went after that. And uh, now we're beginning to see the benefits of those students with all of that additional help and support coming through and getting ready for graduation at the end of next year. Yes. Okay, great. And then you also got to hear from the Cedar Hill ISD CARES program. <clears throat> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are, uh, they, they just updated us. And one thing they wanted to make sure, you know, that we understood, that we are providing a lot of mental health and wellness uh, opportunities for our staff, for our scholars, uh, when they need issues. I mean, from one-on-one -on -one telemedicine, 
to groups. Uh, it, it's a wide variety of ways for students, for uh, faculty, for staff to reach out and get help during those times of crisis. Uh, we, uh, we have one that was telemed that is uh, funded by the legislature. Mm -hmm. uh, just so many, so many. There are a lot of things um, that go on in people's lives that we may never know, but that they need to just sit down. They need to talk with someone they need to. Uh, one of the things they said is wellness and resilience are foundational to learning. And we want to ensure and about, and it says um, improving the mental health of workers can improve decision-making, thinking, confidence, and working relationships. And that is all a part of what we want to ensure that our staff and our students are able to talk to someone, meet with someone, uh, to be able to discuss what's going on in their lives and for it to be confidential. Right. It's, this, this is not something, uh, for the most part, that they have to go through the district in order to do it. Uh, there are many different uh, mental health supports that are available to them. You know, we, trauma is accumulative, and so you may not or your children may not need it at this point but after the three years that we've had of just difficulty in COVID and all the other items well we've been isolated from each other we've been away from our support groups and churches in many cases and other areas at times everyone needs needs help and um, there's been a stigma in mental health in the past that fortunately is going away and people are, and we're providing resources, not just to students, but also to our staff, to their families, uh, to people that live in the district but may not even choose Cedar Hill as their school. Those resources are available. Uh, reach out to the schools, they can help. And uh, it's fantastic to see. We wanna care for the whole individual. Yes. And as they get better, as they get stronger, their learning will grow. Um, they can start working on those things that are vital for long-term success. Okay, great. And then our final topic is the um, budget amendment. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that was a big decision. I mean, we had to make that. We had a $6 million deficit that we had to make up. Uh, a lot of that was a 5% increase that we gave to our teachers last year, uh, and then just uh, uh, bonuses for them for retention. Uh, a lot of that was what we wanted to do to support our teachers. And because the Vader failed, we had to come up with that $6 million uh, and get that back in the budget. So elections have consequences, and, and we lost the election where we asked for a debater uh, from the citizens of Cedar Hill, and in regards to that, um, we had passed a budget with the assumption that it would pass um, the voters, and it did not. So we had to unravel that change. Uh, it does not affect teacher pay at this point. Um, but it does take away the funds um, that were provided from the state in dealing with COVID. And yes. so 
we those funds were there to close the gaps and now unfortunately we're going to have to use all of those funds uh, to close our own gap this year at once um, and then we have to figure out next year so we ask for your prayers um, for the board we were going to be working with administration and uh, we have to make a cut it's about 10 percent of our um, total budgets and then that does we need to find a way to give raises next year and continue um, and that will be a challenge but again elections have consequences and we lost unfortunately um, and we, we cannot continue to lag behind everyone else and so we we have to make some very hard decisions going forward because we want our teachers our staff to understand we support them and we want them to have uh, you know an excellent experience working with cedar hill isd and in order to do that uh, one that was one of the reasons for the vader that vader was for teachers uh for teacher salaries it was for uh, programs for our scholars. That, that's what it was. It, it, it wasn't going in anyone's pockets. We were looking at uh, moving our uh, teachers and our scholars. Great. Okay, well, well thank we you for your... Did, did you have something else to add? No, I was going to say, we you know, continue to, to track through the budgets. We, we encourage you that. We encourage the, um, the community to be more involved as we go forward that we will, in the future, I'm sure, be looking at other ways to fund, and many of those will re- require voter input. And uh, so we'll have uh, opportunities in the future, and um, again, we, we don't want to be in this place ever again. Exactly. Okay, well, thank you both for your time this afternoon, and um, we will see you next month. Thanks, thank Mike. you. Have Bye. a great day. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.